are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, an emergency edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. We got some news. The Pelicans have their new head coach in place. It is Stan Van Gundy. This emergency episode, I'm releasing it on Wednesday, shortly after the news came out. This is also going to count for the Thursday episode of Locked On Pelicans as well. Um, So get to listen to this whenever you get some time. We're going to break it all down. How they went about this hire, what's it mean for the team, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and where the team goes from here. So let's break down the new coach in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. This edition of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. So it was announced earlier this afternoon, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and friend of the show, Andrew Lopez, who's been on numerous times, broke the news as well. That was kind of cool to see that he was involved in this, that the Pelicans have hired Stan Van Gundy four-year contract. So how did we get here? So after the Pelicans released Alvin Gentry, it was very clear from early on in the rumors and everything coming out that they wanted an established NBA head coach. There are a number of really great assistants that you could go out and potentially get, and maybe their ceilings are higher than Stan Van Gundy's. But the Pelicans were looking for someone who has a track record of developing players, playing competent defense, and just bringing some more credibility to the organization and getting the immediate buy-in of the roster right now. Stan Van Gundy checks a lot of those boxes. So did Ty Lue, who is likely their first choice for this job, but they wanted someone with head coaching experience who has had success before. And you get that in Stan Van Gundy. 523 wins, 384 losses in his career, a winning percentage of 57.7%. Stops in Miami, Orlando, and then in Detroit. And when you look at his tenure, particularly with Miami and Orlando, in Orlando, he was excellent making the playoffs all five years he was there getting above 50 wins four times straight and then being the Eastern Conference finalist in the 08-09 season. He developed players there. They played good defense. They also played really good offense. He carried uh, a lot of that over for a couple of seasons for a ton of success. It makes sense that the Pelicans look at this guy and he is the next step in where they want to be. This team wants to compete next season. They are not looking to win a title in the next two or three years, I don't think. But they think that Stan Van Gundy can instill a lot of just the basics that you need on a young and impressionable roster. Defense. How do you defend? Not just telling guys to go and play defense, but really getting into the nitty gritty in drills and in practices and schemes with these players and making sure that they are playing their best. How do you defend? Not just go and defend. That, I think, is what they're looking for. A guy who has a vision for the roster that is currently constructed and how to get them to play their best. And we'll get into some of that stuff in the next segment, too. But you've gotten a bit of a preview of a guy like Lonzo Ball and what Stan Van Gundy envisions his role being. The fact that he has that vision, can step in and immediately start trying to execute that vision, I think was appealing to David Griffin in making this hire. They want to get into the playoffs, no doubt about that. And Stan Van Gundy is a guy that can probably get you there. And after that, 
trying to compete for a title and is he the coach that's going to be the guy to take you there? You, you deal with that later. You've got to at least get into the playoffs in the first place. And that is what Stan Van Gundy is going to be able to bring to this team, kind of checking off all the boxes that the Pelicans want. Accountability is a word that we've talked about a lot over this summer. That definitely is going to happen here. And in fact, J.J. Redick has talked a lot about this um, over the past couple of years on various podcasts that he's hosted um, saying, I don't know if I've ever been around any coach and I've played for great coaches and play for a great coach right now. This is from 2016, but I don't know if I've ever been around any coach who holds himself so accountable. JJ Reddick said, said, quote, as a coach, if you're going to be really demanding and hold players accountable, which we try to do, then you have to hold yourself accountable is what Van Gundy said. And if you don't, then it's not holding people accountable. It's just blaming people. That's the type of culture that you want here. If he messes up, that's okay because he can adjust and he can get better. And in fact, we'll talk about that. We're going to do that coming up here in the next segment. So Van Gundy's offense, Van Gundy's defense. What does it mean? In-game adjustments. These are all the things people want to know. We're going to talk about it here on Locked on Pelicans coming up in just a moment. Before we get to that, though, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everyone and always reliably low. There's no membership required or account login, and rockauto.com is a family business that's simply been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They're going to have everything you need, whether it's an engine control module, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. I ordered a couple of flare wrenches off there the other day for a radiator that I'm replacing on a car. All of that, whatever whatever you need, whether it's your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. Click on your year, your make, your model, and you're going to see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can choose the brand, specifications, and even prices that you prefer. Yeah, prices. Because best of all, rockauto.com's prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Do not spend up to twice as much for the same part. You can go with the budget part. You can go with the performance part. Whatever it is, you're going to be able to find something in your price range that's going to fit your car and your need. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener since one of the very first shows and we're 800 plus episodes strong i appreciate you tuning into today's edition of locked on pelicans an exciting one as the pelicans now have their next head coach and stan van gundy we're here monday through friday there's no paywall or anything like that just pelicans talk Every single day of the week, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. The coaching search, now the draft, free agency, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram. We've got it all covered here. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So when I've been talking about coaches, one of the things that always comes up, and I talked about this on yesterday's show too. Okay, what's his offense look like? What's his defense look like? What are they known for, right? All of those sorts of things. People want to kind of put these coaches in a box like they're unable to change or adapt and that isn't the case. And when you look at Stan Van Gundy, I don't know if there's necessarily strict offensive principles that he's going to adhere to. It's not like it's Alvin Gentry or, or Mike D'Antoni where it's play fast. This is what we do. It's adapting to the roster that you have and making necessary changes. And this goes back to that accountability thing that I just talked about when it means a head coach himself. 
you know, if something's not going well, he needs to not just go, no, you're not running the offense properly. Maybe these are bad offensive principles or bad just coaching principles, whatever the principles are in general or a bad scheme to the players. And you need to adjust and change that. And that is something that Stan Van Gundy is capable of doing. So that's worth keeping in mind whenever we're talking about what the offense might look like next season. However, if you go back to his time, particularly with the Orlando Magic in the the NBA final season that they had, they basically played four out around Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard and four shooters, more or less. And not just like tiny shooters like J.J. Redick, but you had Hito Turgaloo, who was, you know, good 6'10", small forward, able to shoot from the perimeter too. This is in 07-08, before you really got those Miami Heat teams that kind of popularized space and pace as well as the current iteration of the Golden State Warriors and now what's been in vogue in the NBA which is that kind of offense he was running that a lot of uh before you saw it just kind of proliferate around the NBA so the fact that he's kind of on the cutting edge of things and has been to a degree not fully I think is a really good thing for New Orleans you're not going to necessarily see some sort of antiquated offense and the fact that he's been removed from coaching for the past two seasons I also think is a really good thing as well I like the fact that he's had some time off has been able to watch a lot of basketball and call a lot of basketball too I find this a, a good thing a good quality for him because you can see what's working in a new light you can see it just a little bit easier than you might have been able to see before you can't always tell what's going on around the league and pick up on trends and see what works and see what doesn't when you're just so focused on your own team the Detroit Pistons for example sometimes it's very helpful to see what's going on around the league and as a broadcaster he was able to do that another thing that I like about Stan Van Gundy this is a dude who has managed big name personalities in locker rooms and kept things for the most part fairly content at least amongst the team he coached Shaq and Dwayne Wade in Miami. That is not necessarily an easy thing to do. The fact that he had that much success with the basket case that is Dwight Howard has been a good thing, I think, when you look at this team. And sometimes just keeping the ship afloat and keeping people happy is a very important part of the job and maybe the most important job of a head coach. He has done that. He's capable of doing that. And I see all of this as a really good thing for him. And even when that started to fall apart in Orlando with Dwight Howard, there's that famous interview, which is hilarious to watch and shoot if you've never seen it, of Stan Van Gundy drinking his Diet Coke, telling the media and just kind of like bopping his head a little bit that, yeah, you know what? Dwight Howard tried to get me fired. He went to ownership and said, you guys need to fire Stan Van Gundy. And they told me about it. And it's it's kind of awkward and it's weird, right? The fact that the relationship deteriorated with that player so much, a star player, but he didn't care. He didn't care that a guy tried to get him fired. All he said was, I just got to coach. I got to play deep. My team's got to play defense and we've got to beat the Nets or whoever they were playing uh, tonight or the next night. And that's all his focus is. I kind of like that. He didn't let the drama engulf the team and it didn't matter to him. He was a head coach and he's out there to just coach. And speaking of the defense, when you look at his record defensively, an area that the Pelicans really struggled in last year and particularly really struggled in the bubble. 03-04 with Miami, ninth best defense. Next season in Miami, seventh. 10th, then in Orlando, 10th, 08, 09, 1st, 4th, 4th, 13th by the time you get to his tenure in Orlando. It was never worse than the 13th best defense. He can drill this down into these players for sure that if you're looking for the Pelicans to make strides on that side of the ball, they are absolutely going to be able to do that immediately. And this team ceiling increases because of that.
So in the next segment, I'm going to get into what's next for New Orleans, particularly their coaching staff and Stan Van Gundy. The rest of the week, though, I guess just tomorrow, Friday, we're going to dive into what it means for some of the players. Lonzo Ball, and as I mentioned earlier, you've got a pretty good idea from Stan Van Gundy going on podcasts and talking about what his role might be with the team next season, what it's also going to mean for Zion Williamson, what's, it's all, what's it also going to mean for Brandon Ingram. We'll probably break all of that down in the next day or so uh, and going into next week as well. So Make sure that you subscribe to the show to get those podcasts whenever they come out. But coming up, what's immediately next for New Orleans and what's it mean for the coaching staff? Before we get to that, today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. I don't know what more I can say about these things. They are that awesome. Built Bar is really just the best tasting protein bar ever. Whether it's the delicious flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond, cheesecake. The fact that they're soft, they're easy to chew, they're not chalky, they don't taste bad like the other protein bars out there on the market. In fact, you're going to think these things are a candy bar because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. These things are great. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber. I eat one after my workout daily, basically for lunch. They have some that are 19 grams of protein and 180 calories and some that are 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories. So it's not going to waste all the cardio you just did by eating one of these things. So if you've ever bought Built Bars through the Lockdown promo code before they've reset it, you get to double dip and get them cheaper yet again. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you're going to get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off over at BuiltBar.com. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Whether you're a new listener tuning in today for the first time to hear a little bit more about the Pelicans' new head coach and Stan Van Gundy, whether you've been with me since the beginning, I appreciate you taking part of your day and listening to Locked On Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Here Monday through Friday for you all. No paywall, just basketball talk, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So quickly, before we get into what's next for the Pelicans in the immediate future, one of the things that we're also going to look at in the next week or so, in addition to what does it mean for guys like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williams, and the rest of this team, I also want to get into some very specific things about Stan Van Gundy. One of the things that really started to come to the forefront from about him as a head coach was a lot of the adjustments that he makes in the second half and in late game situations. The Pelicans were bad in clutch situations last year. Sometimes it was due to lack of adjustment. Sometimes it wasn't the players uh, executing nearly as well as they could. But Stan Van Gundy teams are known for making good adjustments in the second half, things that we saw Alvin Gentry struggle with. That alone is probably worth the hire right there to actually be able to make these adjustments and have success in the second half of games, in the fourth quarter of games, and to close out games I think is going to be really important for this young team to grow and to win more games, frankly. So the fact that he's able to do that, we're going to dive into it. How did? What are the adjustments he makes? What does he tend to see in games? We're going to break all of this down about him as a head coach as we go forward in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so what's next for the Pelicans? It's the offseason. You've got the draft free agency come up, uh, coming up, but that's not the most important thing for the Pelicans to try and square away just yet. And that's going to be the assistant coaches and the rest of the coaching staff. There's a number of really good people, I think, on the coaching staff that the team would probably like to retain. But I think we're also going to see some turnover. Chris Finch, we talked about yesterday, feels more likely than not that he's going to be gone, but I'm sure if he doesn't have a job materialized, he'll be here next season in New Orleans. You also have to imagine that if they want to stay and their contracts are um, uh, 
keep going forward, that a guy like Fred Vinson is going to be back next season. He did wonders with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball working on their shots. Same thing for Anthony Davis before that, and hopefully he can do the same with Zion Williamson. He is an important part of the coaching staff, and I'm sure the Pelicans are going to do everything they can to retain him and keep him next season. You've also got a guy like Jamel McMillan, who was brought back last season after one year away with the Phoenix Suns, who's done a lot of really good work with the guards and some of the wing players here, too, that they would like to keep. Uh, So those are some of the names that you think will stay. Jeff Bizdelic, not so sure about that. Will Weaver's name has been rumored potentially to be coming over to New Orleans from Australia, who coached Didi Luzada Silva last season. I wouldn't be shocked if he makes the jump to being one of the associate head coaches. Or maybe you're going to see one of those former players that have kind of come up in a lot of this. A guy like Sam Cassell. uh, Chauncey Billups is going to be most likely now with the Los Angeles Clippers. Those are names to keep an eye on. But also keep an eye on maybe some of the other people that they interviewed, whether it was Wes Unsell Jr., Darvin Ham, If this team is willing to spend a lot of money on the coaching staff, as they've done in the front office and renovations to the facility too, you could attract those big names and just assemble an all-star staff. And that would probably be a great thing right now. You can try and establish New Orleans as a place that both coaches and players really would like to go to as a way to advance their career. So a lot's in flux. Those are the immediate needs that you're going to see addressed with the team. And then it'll be interesting to see what Stan Van Gundy's role will be in terms of scouting, free agency, draft, and all of that stuff. He was the president of basketball operations, basically the de facto GM with the Detroit Pistons, and that failed. And he didn't make great moves. No one does well in that dual role either. Is he going to have much of a say in that? Or is he just really coming in to coach? But it seems like he's just really coming in to just be a head coach and not have to worry about that and leave it up to David Griffin and the rest of the front office. So we're going to have a lot more to discuss about this. So tomorrow we're going to look at Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. Next week we'll get into some of the adjustments uh, that Stan Van Gundy has made and how that can improve the Pelicans coming up next season. So a lot to cover here. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you all for listening. Big thank you to the sponsors of Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. And RockAuto.com, all the car parts you you will ever need over at RockAuto.com. Lowest prices, too, and I use them pretty regularly. Put uh, right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.